Chapter One of the Burglar and the Blizzard. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Burglar and the Blizzard by Alice Dewar Miller. Chapter One. Geoffrey Holland stood up and for the second time surveyed the restaurant in search of other members of his party two fingers in the pocket of his waistcoat as if they had just relinquished his watch he was tall enough to be conspicuous and well-bred enough to be indifferent to the fact good-looking in a bronzed blond clean-shaven way and branded in the popular imagination as a young and active millionaire at a neighboring table a man leaned forward and whispered to the other men and women with him do you know who that is that is young holland what that boy he doesn't look as if he were out of school no said one of the women elaborating the comment he does not look old enough to order a dinner let alone managing mines oh i guess he can order a dinner all right said the first man He's older than he looks. He must be twenty-six. What do you suppose he does with all that money? The first thing he did with it, at the moment, was to purchase an evening paper, for just then he snapped his fingers at a boy, who promptly ran to get him one. Well, one thing he does, answered the man who had first given information. He has an apartment in this building, upstairs and i bet that costs him a pretty penny in the meantime holland had opened his paper scanned the headlines and was about to turn to the stock quotations when a paragraph of interest caught his eye so marked was the gesture with which he raised it to his eyes that his admirers at the next table noticed it and speculated on the subject of the paragraph it was headed millionaires summer homes looted and said further hillsborough december twenty first the forced in a series of daring robberies which have been taking place in this neighborhood during the past month occurred last night when the residence of c b vaughan of new york was entered and valuable wines and bric-a-brac removed the robbery was not discovered until this morning when a shutter was observed unfastened on the second story on entering the watchman found the house had been carefully gone over and although only a few objects seem to be missing these are of the greatest value the thief apparently had plenty of time and probably occupied the whole night in his search this is the more remarkable because the watchman asserts that he spent at least an hour on the piazza during the night how the thief effected an entrance by the second story is not clear during the past five weeks the houses of l g inns t wilson and ibrahim marham have been entered in a manner almost precisely similar there was a report yesterday that some of the marham silver had been discovered was a dealer in boston but that he could not identify the person from whom he bought them 
further than that she was a young lady to whom they might very well have belonged the fact that it was a young lady who disposed of them to him suggests that the goods must have changed hands several times the marham family is abroad and the servants here a waiter touched his elbow mr and mrs vaughan have come sir he said send up to my apartment and tell mrs may we are sitting down to dinner returned holland promptly and advanced to meet the prosperous-looking couple approaching i'm afraid we are late said the lady but can you blame us have you heard we have been telegraphing to hellsborough all the afternoon to find out what has gone you are not late my sister has not come down yet i was just reading about your robbery have you lost anything of value oh i suppose so said mrs vaughan cheerfully sitting down and beginning to draw off her gloves we had a van dyke etching and some enamels that have gone certainly and charlie feels awfully about his wine yes said mr vaughan gloomily i tell you he's going to have a happy time with that champagne it is the best i ever tasted upon my word said geoffrey they are a nice lot of countrymen up there four robberies and not so much as a clue you need not to be afraid said mrs vaughan rather spitefully in spite of all your treasures i don't believe any thief would take the trouble to climb to the top of your mountain holland's selection of a distant hilltop for his large place pleased no true halsbright as an eligible bachelor he was inaccessible and as a property holder he was too far away to increase the value of hillsborough real estate by his wonderful loans and gardens mrs vaughan's irritation did not appear to disturb geoffrey for he laughed very amiably and replied that he could only hope that the thief was as poor a pedestrian as she seemed to imagine as he should not like to lose any of his things and he added that in his opinion vaughan ought to be starting for hillsborough at once pooh said the gentleman i can't go with the market in this condition would lose more than the whole house is worth you would go duck shooting in a minute said holland and this would be a good deal better sport mr vaughan ignored this remark the thing to do he said is to offer a reward a big enough reward to attract some first-class detective all right said geoffrey readily i'll join you those other fellows ought to be willing to put up a thousand apiece that will be five thousand is that enough we can have it in the papers tomorrow what shall i say five thousand dollars reward will be paid for information leading to the conviction and so on i'll go and telephone now and with promptness which surprised mr vaughan he was gone when he came back his sister was in her place and they were all discussing the burglary with interest mrs may who was somewhat older than her brother had some of the more agreeable qualities of a gossip that is to say she had imagination and a good memory for detail for my part 
she was saying, I have the greatest respect and admiration for him. Do you know he could not find anything worth taking at the Wilsons? After all his trouble, I have often sat in that drawing-room myself and wondered if they should offer me anything in it as a present, whether I could find something that would not actually disgrace me. I never could. He evidently felt the same way. The Wilsons make a great to-do about the house having been entered and tell you how he must have been frightened away, frightened away by the hideousness of their things. Those woolly paintings on wood and the black satin parasol that turns out to be an umbrella stand? My dear Florence, said her brother mildly, how can a black satin parasol be an umbrella stand? Exactly, Jeff. How can it? That is what you say all through the Wilson's house. How can it be? However, it is not really black satin, only painted to resemble it. The waste paper baskets look like trunks of trees, and the match boxes like old shoes. Nothing in the house is really what it looks like, except the beds. They look uncomfortable, and someone who had stayed there told me that they were. Dear Florence, said Mrs. Vaughan, is it not like her kindness of heart, it runs in the family, to try and make my burglary into a compliment? But really, though, it is flattering to be robbed by a connoisseur. I could forgo the honor. You see, you have taken away my last hope that my very best escaped his attention. No, indeed, the best is all he cared for. Honestly, Jane, haven't you an admiration for a man of so much taste and ability? Just think, he has entered four houses, and there is not the slightest trace of him. There must be traces of him, said Geoffrey. The inn's house was entered after the snowstorm in the early part of the month. There must have been footprints. Of course, said Mr. Vaughan. That is what makes me think that the watchmen are in it. It's probably a combination of two or three of them. Well, that lets Geoffrey out, said the irrepressible Florence. No one would take his watchman into any combination. He is a thousand and two, and feeble for his age. However, there is no use in discussing the possibility, for it is not a combination of watchmen. Begging your pardon, Mr. Vaughan, it is lonely genius. A slim, dark figure in a slouch hat. That is the way I imagine him. Do you really suppose that a watchman would take six pair of Mrs. Inn's best linen sheets, embroidered in her initials, the monogram so thick that it scratches your nose, and a beautiful light blue silk coverlet, all just out from Paris. I saw them when she first had them. What? said Geoffrey, addressing the other male intellect present. Do you make of the young woman who disposed of some of Marham's silver in Boston? But it was Mrs. May who answered. She is, of course, the lady of his love, a lady doubtless of high social position in Boston. There was a book about something like that once. He is just waiting to make one more grand coup, rob the bank or something, and then the world will be startled by the news of their elopement. 
they would go and live somewhere luxuriously in the south pacific and travellers will bring home strange stories of their happiness and charm perhaps though he would turn pirate that would suit his style i hope said holland that he won't take a fancy to rob the hillsborough bank for i consider it public-spirited to keep quite a little money there you begin to make me nervous no bank robbery would make me nervous replied his sister that is the comfort of being insignificant i have not enough money in any bank to know the difference and as for my humble dwelling in hillsborough who would take the trouble to rifle it when jeffrey's palace is within an easy walk besides i haven't anything worth the attention of a respectable burglar like this one thank you said jeffrey i am sorry i spent so much time choosing your christmas present a year ago oh of course jeff dear that wonderful old silver is valuable but it is put away where i defy any burglar to find it there is only my sable coat and i'm going to send for that as soon as i have time to have it cut over in my opinion said mr vaughan the man is no longer in the neighborhood he would scarcely dare try a fifth attempt while the whole country was so roused you see hillsbrook has always been an attractive place to thieves it is just an easy place to get away from three railroads within reach a man would be pretty sure to be able to catch a passing freight train on one of them at almost any time to say nothing of the increased difficulty of tracing him i don't suppose he will ever be caught said florence when he has got all he wants he will simply melt away and be forgotten if he were caught here she was interrupted by the waiter who laid a telegram at her plate it had come to her brother's apartment and been sent down who is telegraphing me she said as she tore it open i hope jack has not been breaking himself opening it she read your house was entered about five o'clock this afternoon tea set and sable coat missing end of chapter one